Welcome to Van Life. It's hard to believe on episode nine. This episode is about the ideal van for van life. With someone with a few years of experience with vans, I want to tell you what I would get in the van and what items really are priority for me and kind of a top 10. It's, it's a, I'm not saying this van is even built. Um, I'm sure you could find a builder that might be able to build this perfect van, but this is what I would have in it. I have not considered money as an item. I have just considered how to make your life easier. If you are on the road, either part-time or full-time, but also get the best use out of your van for the long haul. I think people forget that your van might be used for other things as well. And so after this quick break in a short ad, um, we'll come back and we'll give you the top 10. Again, here's the top things you want in your van. Number one, these are items that I've already made to my van <laughs> that I would definitely require in the next van would be the quiet AC. Uh, you gotta have quiet AC. Uh, those noisy ones that come with most manufacturers. No, no, you are going to go and have your van in the summer. I just don't understand anybody who thinks Every year in the summer, they're going to Alaska. It's just not going to be possible. I have been in South Dakota, and it's hot. I have been in Utah, and it's hot. Quiet AC is your number one thing. Number two, I would get 300 watts or more uh, solar. You need at least, I have 200. I upgraded mine from 100 to 200. But my recommendation is 300 watts and the technology and panels today compared to what they were five years ago uh, when my van was put together, a, a lot better. Now, I am going to go into later maybe my ideal way to install the solar panels and how to have them on your roof, which they'd be more efficient as well as uh, a little bit less screwing everything into your van in the roof. But 300 watts solar is this. Now, here comes the wish list of things that I would, uh, I would go for. Four by four. Uh, I'm going to give you two quick reasons. One is the added height. You, you have stuff underneath that van. If you have water tanks, uh, you know, Propane, maybe. I, I might not go with propane. I'm going to tell you in a second how I wouldn't go with propane. But, yeah, water tanks, all that kind of stuff under your van. Uh, the potential for hitting, uh, potential for damage of vital stuff to your van. And the elevated number two is it's better in the winter. I live in a, you know, you, you're going to want to travel and visit somebody that uh, is in colder and you may hit snow, and I believe the height of a 4x4, four four, just those few inches, is going to make a difference in how much crap gets underneath the bottom of the van. So 4x4, four four, 
for those two reasons, because I want to use the van more than just summer trips or trips during uh, the summer. I want to use the van all year round. So keep that in mind. I want to get the most out of this van I can. Number four, uh, I talked about a generator. I probably wouldn't go with propane anymore. I would want some kind of engine generator. They now make them so you can have a separate alternator generator unit on your regular engine that you have in the van. Now, now you can't have a wimpy four-cylinder. you got to have a good engine. But an engine running is quieter than a propane uh, generator running underneath your van. So for quiet, and then you can get some kind of volt start uh, or some kind of automatic kick on when it gets like too warm in the van or you know you want something like that so it keeps the batteries up some kind of electronic system that that generator even if the van's locked and you're away from it it will maintain the temperature in the van it would be so much better i mean i trust me and an engine generator means you're just filling up your fuel tank so with that same theme for heater I want one of those new heaters. I'm not even sure there's different names for these heaters, but they run off your fuel for your vehicle like diesel, and they're a little heater that you have vents in your van. So when you need heat, these things uh, come on, and they give you heat throughout the van, and it's running from the diesel fuel of your tank. So with both of those... It's one less fuel to be messing with. I mean, you basically going to make sure that you have enough fuel uh, every time you're going to be away for a while that, you know, you're going to learn how much this uh, these two items use. But I would say both the generator and the heater, you want to run from the engine and the diesel fuel. Those would be my recommendations to have in a, in a van. Now we're up to number six bathroom i would go and spend the money on having a kind of a normal porcelain toilet with a two or three more extra inches of room i would not combine them up into one uh one room one cabinet room uh and and i will tell you where this is where (laughs) clearly i've seen it european Uh, bills of vans are way ahead of us what they do is they take a bathroom on one side and they i'm not huge on a big sink in the bathroom i'd rather have more room to do your business (laughs) and the sink i'd rather have a better sink in the van that you could use for all kinds of stuff washing up than uh end up with no room to move in the in the bathroom but a regular type porcelain toilet that looks more like home, works more like home, is a plus. And then I'd have a shower where you would have, in the European models, they have right across from the bathroom. So when the door opens, it clicks, and there's a wardrobe. But the wardrobe swings out, and it's a shower stall um, so that the the wardrobe unit, wardrobe unit stays in place while the van's going, while you're traveling. But you can open it up and get in there and take a shower. Taking a nice shower is going to be even more important since 2020 and the pandemic. Um, 
you're not, you know, gym's closed. So everybody who was like, oh, I just have a gym membership. <laughs> I'm looking at it going, if we ever have another one of those, you want to make sure you're able to shower within the van. And so water tanks, you're going to make want to make sure you have enough water. Um, part of the water, and this is not really an item, but I'm talking about I probably would want water tanks within the unit. Uh, this way I could use it longer in a winter type situation. Might not be able to use it the entire winter, but it would be extended use. Water tanks underneath could be the gray water um, and the black tank because you could put some antifreeze in there in the colder weather to make sure they still function. The absolute item, and it's not really, it's part of this bathroom. I'm going to leave it as number six, is there are macerator pumps and then there are, are gravity-fed flow uh, drains to empty your tanks. Get both. Don't <laughs> get both. I, I've seen on some bills where people have had macerator pumps and the gravity-fed. So the gravity-fed's great when you're parked and you're not going to move for a while and you have a hitch up. You can work like a trailer. You can just, you know, you got your water hitched up. You can flush. It goes right all the way out. It just empties the tank. And you can rinse it out, and the gravity flow works great. Macerator pump's great when you're going to grind it up and you're going to shoot it out a smaller hose and you can go further. It's convenient. I, I don't see any reason not to have both. Um, I've seen it done. People have... Uh, converted over to have both for emergencies. And I'm just saying I would have it as an option either way that you could close a valve, open a valve and have it either way. That's all number six. And to me, that's a big one. Don't get a van without a bathroom. Just, it has so much, it is, it has so much more uses, uh, with having the bathroom as a, in the van. Number seven, I want to be able to travel with four passengers. Now, I know some have uh, up to seven seat belts. Um, the current one I have is just two, so you can't really bring anybody else. Uh, you can bring one person. That's not enough. Uh, if you want to fully utilize the van, I'm just thinking this way. If you want to uh, do a day trip and bring some friends and do a sightseeing tour or you uh, tailgate uh, at a football game or something, you could bring the van that has the refrigerator, the stove, everything. But you, you, you want to bring people. You don't want it just to be two of you. So number seven is make sure you can seat four people uh, in the van. Uh, number eight is this is one of the things in my van and it's a super choice i could not twin beds <laughs> i love the twin beds uh regular mattresses it uh, is comfortable you're not sleeping on a couch that falls down that you have to have another uh, mattress pad on or whatever just get the twin beds twin beds you can sit on you can put a table in between and work it like a, you know, a table seating area, but you also can comfortably sleep at night. And if you're on the road, you hate making the bed every day. Uh, you just want to 
put the covers up and uh, you, you end up using the bedroom area or any back area for stuff, uh, bags, things, camera gear, whatever you, whatever you've got. And so twin beds just make it a little bit easier. Number nine, I want the van to be stealthy. I don't want graphics. I don't want the company's logo on there. I'm sorry. I don't want Winnebago, Airstream. I don't want, I don't want the company's uh, advertisement on the thing. I want it simple. I want it to look like an Amazon color van without the swoosh. <laughs> That's what I want for color. I want the electrical and water connections hidden, not a bunch of uh, uh, very obvious on the outside. Now, the other part of stealth outside is I'm looking to have the van as a regular vehicle. And so I'm, I'm looking to make it that condos don't look at it as a RV. All these things you got to think about because if you go visit somebody that doesn't allow... Uh, RVs or, you know, you don't want your van looking like a total RV and get complaints. Um, you, you want it to be a little more stealthy and stealthy is good too. When you're in a city and you're parking, it doesn't just scream, Oh, here's a, here's a beautiful van to rob. <laughs> no, not that say that there's any great that people are robbing these vans, but I would, I, I would go with color. The, this is what I talked about earlier. The roof, I have seen some ingenious. I would get a roof rack. Now, I wouldn't cover up the vents, uh, but I would do a roof rack that attaches to the rails on the top of the roof if there's such a thing on whatever van you pick. That way, the panels can be on top of, say, a box-type storage. Uh, you could put, like, a box storage on top of the roof racks and then on top of that i saw some solar panels that you could actually walk on so you could have like a little mini deck up there that you could stand on the solar panels and have that on top of a storage box but also hide uh, the air conditioner and air vents now but you still want to make sure there's a flow that the air vents work and open and the air conditioner has enough uh, outside air coming in, that kind of thing. And I've seen some uh, some van lifers that have made the top almost solid, but with enough venting around it up above to both have storage and their vents work. I would really look into that because if you uh, try to do lawn chairs and stuff like that, you... A box on top. That leads me to a, a ladder. I'd want a ladder that attaches to the back door, but can also be removed and attached to either side in order to get up onto the van and take snow off or take things out of this storage box. So that's part of the stealthy options, but I would make sure that uh, you really consider how the top is configured and looked. I would even hide... The awning, if you even get an awning. An awning, eh. Awnings are great, but I'd want to hide it. It uh, screams RV, just screams RV. And the number of times I use it is really just to block sun from hitting a side of the van. I'd want to be able to see if somebody could hide the thing, either 
within that top unit so it's not noticeable. Maybe it pops out. Uh, I, I know this is a dream list, but that's what I'd have. I, I would make sure that you have the ladder that's kind of attached really well, but you know how to either key unlock it to move it around the sides. It comes in handy in the winter, removing snow, getting up there, checking the panels, checking the wires, or getting in any kind of storage box that you might have. So I, I think a storage box is important because you could put up stuff that you don't use say during the summer and then you want to get back um you want to make sure it's all waterproof and all that kind of stuff but uh i would really look into that that's uh would be high on my list it raises the van a little but i would try to keep it around the 10 feet total height if possible the the last item number 10 is a nice sink and a nice faucet uh, I'll leave the microwave, stove, oven, up refrigerator up to you, but deep sink and a nice faucet. Uh, I'm assuming uh, if you've ever looked at these little tiny ones in the bathroom, they're not really adequate, and the regular sink is not really adequate for doing dishes or cooking and that kind of stuff, you know, to, to wash. It's usually not deep enough. So get something that is deeper It'll be more functional. Lose the extra drawer space or whatever. Just get something that works there. But microwave, stove, oven, I'm going to, in refrigerator, leave it all up to you because efficiency plays a role in selecting those things. How much battery juice does the refrigerator take? How long and how many batteries do you have? If you have propane, if you don't have propane, how are you going to do the stove? You know, you, you can do propane in much smaller tanks that are just for the stove. You don't need a, a, a huge tank under the van. You can f figure out a tank that just goes in the door in a cabinet that uh, you run just like an outdoor uh, grill type setup. So I'll leave that up to you. But those are the 10 items. Um, my closing thoughts when you pick a van, and this is where engineering plays a role. For me, shorter is better. If you're going to be stealth, you want to fit in a tight spot. So, you know, some people have the 17. The 17, just I don't think you could put everything I just listed in a 17. You can try. The other thing is the manufacturer has a total weight that you can carry. So you've got to leave some room for adding your own stuff and yourself to the van. So, like, a place like Advanced RV is going to go, uh, Gary, you can't have all of this stuff, the capacity and the weight of the van, you're above what the manufacturer recommends. So you're going to have to look really hard at, at some of these choices. And then whether you go bigger, uh, 20 foot, 23 foot, 22 foot, 24 foot, you're going to have to make that choice. But for me, I have a 23, and it drives well. It's nice, but it's just that hair long that you got to worry about uh, backing into things. It doesn't quite fit in a one space. It takes a space and a quarter, space and a half. You really need two spaces, and in some parking lots, that's just not, it's not that easy. A 17 would never think about anything. It would fit everywhere. So... That's the trade-off, some closing thoughts on picking a van. Fit and finish, it's clearly up to your taste and your budget, but those are my closing thoughts. I hope you like this top 10. 
these are things that I would definitely make sure are in my ideal van. And uh, if you're a manufacturer and you've listened to this, uh, call me up, make one. <laughs> I'd love to come see it. You, you want nice when you're in it day after day. You want a nice livable area and something you feel really comfortable in and not something you've made any of those sacrifices that you're not comfortable. Hey, thanks for listening to this uh, really kind of ideal van build uh, for your, your ultimate van. Appreciate you taking a listen. Uh, I have one more episode coming. The uh, next episode that uh, we'll be hitting on van life will be year 2020, uh, how to deal with the pandemic and how travel is in that environment. Thanks for listening. This is the Gary Abbott Podcast Show. 